Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by DrawYouPicture.com, where you can get me to draw you about anything, just about anything. Check out what I've done for others. See what I can do for you at DrawYouPicture.com. Also, by our patrons like Jesse Cantrell, Jay Gould, John Freeman, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, stickers, ad-free listing, and more. Join today at Patreon.com slash ThatStoryShow. Hello, this is Stephen Hawking. And you are listening to that story show. It's more fun than being sucked into a black hole. Hey! This is that story show, people. Hallelujah! Yeah. Yeah. Hey, who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat. I flew into the sleeves. <laughs> I left her some guano. <laughs> Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, where we bring your real-life stories into the spotlight. It is episode 421, brought to the week of August 18th, 2022. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here. And my name is John, and I like to go out to eat, and sometimes, guess what? What? They ask me if I want a box for the leftovers. Uh-huh. But I say, no, I'll wrestle for them <laughs> instead. <laughs> Don't you love it? <laughs> you, never, you never do that? Hey, no. hey, you want a box with... For your leftovers, and I was like, no, I want to wrestle for them. Well, I have, I have done, um, I have done the well, thing where they say, do you want your milk in a bag, and I'm like, no, keep it in the bottle, dummy. You know, so keep it <laughs> that's in the good. Yeah, I'll remember that next time I do the grocery shopping. Yeah, they, never. They don't think it's funny, but I, I think it's funny, and that's the important thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I have to apologize for something, John. Well, I have to apologize. Why? I I kind of went crazy the last couple episodes about a certain topic, and that, <laughs> it's tasering people. Oh, like, oh, tasering. Yeah, tasering and executing people. I <laughs> I don't know what I was th- thinking, but uh, I went back and listened, and I'm like, I I sound like an American psycho. I I'm like Christian Bale up in there, you know. <laughs> Like I'm half step away from chopping somebody's face off with a chrome, you know, axe. I, I just, I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, so I don't know what to say other than I'm, I apologize to everyone that I would have killed. Um, back in the 1500s. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everybody or whenever it was. So I, you know, and then, and then the tasing thing, I, I still am fired up about that, but, um, (laughs) I still think about it a lot, but I think in reality, I would, I would chicken out. I, I don't think I could hurt somebody that way. Really? I, yeah. I, I, I guess when we get to a thousand patrons, we'll yeah, find out. Yeah. I do hope you chicken out. And according to uh, some of our listeners research, you, you did say this year. And, yeah. Yeah. And I changed it. I tried to change it. So I apologize for that too, because I really wanted to tell you. <laughs> so if we can get to a thousand patrons in a year, I can still tell John. A year from today. Yeah, I, I I have a guy. There's a guy at, August eighteenth at Chick Fil A where I work. I work at Chick Fil A now. And, yeah, and uh, his name's Adam. And um, shout out to Adam, by the way. He he listens. Hey, to the, he listens to the show. And no way. Yeah, and he comes On up purpose? and he's like, "Dude," he says, "You are talking about hurting kids on your show." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> what? What are you talking <laughs> about? That wasn't of, me." Out of context, it sounds terrible. But he's like, "Yeah, you're talking about tasing teenagers." And I'm like, "Oh, oh, well, yeah, of course. You know, teenagers aren't kids, but yeah, it's um, a little different." Yeah, but I, I never would. I just want everybody to know that. It's just, you know, it was just a crazy time and there was a microphone in front of me and, you know, uh, some people don't have microphones when they have their crazy times. I, I did. True. So. Guess we have to be careful. Yeah. At least on Thursdays. I just want people to know that you don't have to tell your kids to be, not be scared of me, you know. That's right. I won't, I'm, I'm not going to creep into their rooms at night with a taser stuff like that so <laughs> uh, why would you even think that why would you even bring it up you dumb i don't know people? i don't know so anyway we was always it, wasn't st- my idea start with an opening story this one's called disgusting soda and it is disgusting it's from delana morgan from uh yuka 
California? Yakaya. Yakaya. There you go. Uh, she says, listening to episode 386, and someone put in a story about swigging a soda full of warm meat grease. And boy, do mm, we, I remember that. That reminds me of a story. Going back about 30 years, I'm 35 now, there was a time when cigarette smoking wasn't looked at as a huge, horrible, disgusting thing like it is nowadays. Yeah, it's because everybody did it. But yeah, back then, those days. if you didn't have an ashtray, you, you found something just as useful. And one day for my mom, it was a Diet Coke can. So, Oh, no. Uh, might I add, partially filled with a flat, unfinished soda. My mom was oh, chit-chatting. Yeah the family so she wasn't paying attention as i walked up and grabbed it to take a sip i don't honestly think i've tasted anything so devastatingly horrifying is is that i'm gagging just thinking about it now but skip mm -hmm. forward 30-ish years and now i'm the mother of a four-year-old adorable boy oh of course he's adorable um, yeah at a family gathering someone set their beer down within reach of my son and of course he wasn't paying attention and neither was i as soon as I heard my son spitting liquids out, I turned to him with a disgusted look on his face. He shouted, I don't like this soda, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I was horrified, but I couldn't <laughs> help but laugh because he passed out and you know, threw up on himself. No, uh, oh. I, was, I was horrified <laughs> and I couldn't help but laugh because of what he said. Now, he, 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 the look on his face was just so funny. No, no joke, folks. Watch your kids very carefully. Lesson learned. Hope this gave you at least a light chuckle rather than so much nausea as it did me. Lane, <laughs> M. Morgan from Yucca, California. Awesome. Oh, man. Nothing worse than picking up a drink that you don't know what's in it and thinking it's something else. Like, yeah, you pick up a sweet tea and it's really not sweet tea yeah. and you drink it and it's. Oh, there is something worse than that. What? It's, it's taking a swig of milk out of the jug and a, a clump. Oh, oh, that is bad. Gets in your mouth. Cause I wish I wish that I hadn't have thought of that topic. Yeah, it's, it's the worst thing that came to my mind. It's the grossest thing. It's happened to me once, once in my no. life, and I'll never forget it. It happened to me with eggnog once, and I'm like, I'm Whoa. not drinking this eggnog. Yeah, it's like eggnog's already bad to begin with, kind of, sort of, <laughs> you know? I love it, but it, it is like walking the line there you yeah. know between something that is fresh and pure and something that is just off somehow it's, it's somehow yeah you know in and we drink the non-dairy version of it which okay. isn't bad that's weird. but it's just it's it is also off because it not only is it off in the fact that it's not eggnog at all right but it's also not dairy at all it's just interesting so what's it got in it if it doesn't have eggs and nogs I, I don't know. They they put substitute nogs. It's like Diet it's Coke. Got, you know, it's like you take the sugar out of Diet Coke and you, you take all the calories out. What's left? I don't even know what I drink. I don't even know what it is. It's it's like an anti-particle or something. Anti-matter. It's fake. Anti-matter. Yeah. It's what's going to power us into warp speed. So let's uh, rewind the week. Okay. All right. So I, I think I've already talked about the people taking the grass. If I haven't, then somebody tell me and I will talk about the people taking the grass. Um, I, I don't recall people taking the grass. I, I think I told about it. I think I talked about it. It was either here or on Red School Bus, and I can't remember which one. Hmm. So I, mean, I remember seeing that title last week, but I don't. So I'm going to go with Adam's eye. Um, oh, I don't remember that one yeah, at all. That's because it just happened. And um, I, have a, I actually have a couple I'll, I'll do. Because I work at Chick-fil-A now. And I work from 7 to 11. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And Saturday is a mess, let me tell you. But anyway. 11 to 11, man. You're there before the biscuits even get there. That's almost true almost true there are people that still show up at 5 30 every day and they open oh the they store. bake the biscuits don't they yeah, i i bake biscuits too i've made you biscuits. bake the biscuits i do i do you're my hero I, i'm learning more and more every day but anyway this one's about my friend adam he's 19 he's in a band it's called meetus m-e-a-t-u-s yeah yeah like you're gonna meet us at the garage right later but, but meet 
like oh like m e a t that oh cow meat yeah okay. like meat us, but it's spelled like that so anyway he's a drummer and he has a cool tattoo um but he was working in breading and frying th- that frying area and all of a sudden mm-hmm. i got an alarm that he uh some uh, a guy named another guy named adam comes up and he says so uh i guess what happened was adam has kind of got some boiling hot oil in his eye and i'm like freaking out immediately yeah i can see it on your face you are kind of freaking out too yeah because that's boiling and crispifying his eyeball and that's what i imagine is a chicken right nugget eyes. instead of an eye and uh they're like where is he he's like he's in there washing his eye out with water and and I I go in there and I, I I went back I was worried about him nobody seemed as concerned as they should be and um and he's wi- wiping out his eyes he's like it just keeps burning and he's laughing maniacally I uh, think it was nervous laughter because he's like am I ever gonna see again and and so I only bring it up because I haven't seen him since then and nobody's talked oh, no. about him. So I don't know if he went to bed that night and, and a freaking hash brown fell out of his eye socket, you know? <laughs> Almost made you spit your water, didn't I? <laughs> That'll <Almost>. teach you. <laughs> what are you trying to do, man? That'll teach you. <laughs> trying to drink while I'm talking. Um, I would stay hydrated anymore. I just I just worry he's a one-eyed guy, and I don't know if I can be friends with a one-eyed guy. I, I, I've just offended a lot of people, I'm sure. There's, oh, man. We have one-eyed listeners. I would be extra friends with him, because then he can wear a patch and be yeah, like a pirate. That's true. That's true. Well, anyway, it, it just worried me. The other thing that happened is uh, I, I work with, with all these people that are younger than me. And uh, it's a little it's uh, it's a little uh, humiliating because my bosses are all younger than me, like significantly younger to the tune yeah. of like, y- you know, dozen a dozen years or more. And I have to ask them if I can go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, that's the How fun they part. feel about it. They, they're probably like, you shouldn't ask me to go to the bathroom. I should be asking you. No, no, they they. Well, I, I need to, because I'm, I, I serve a purpose. I serve a role. And if yeah. they turn around and say, I need this from you and I'm not there and they don't know why it throws mm. off production, you know, it throws off yep. the the time that we can respond to the customer and all this kind of stuff. So it's important for me to more or less let them know. And then the permission part comes in because sometimes there's a better time to go than when you absolutely want to, it, right. I, but it is, it is humiliating. I'll, I'll say that. Well, anyway, so I've established that these guys are younger than me, but all of a sudden one of them starts humming this little song from my past. And then they all burst into it and they're like, to explore, ready to explore, going through the sky, little Einstein's come on, let's go little Einstein's. Yeah. And I said, wait a minute. Stop right now. Do not tell me that you guys <laughs> were the age to watch that when it came out. And they're all like, yeah, I was like six years old. I was like five years old. I was like four years old. <laughs> I'm like, no way. Oh, my daughter watched it. She was three. And uh, so she oh, was man. on the young end of the spectrum, but she's 17 now. So it makes sense that these 19 and 20 and 21 year olds we're little yeah. Einsteins, people. I'm like, I feel old. What the I'm freak? the original Einsteins. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was around when the real Einstein was. No, just kidding. Yeah. But, uh, no, that we aren't that old. No. No. No, not at all. But uh, so Adam's eye and the little <laughs> Einsteins. It's it's just a it's a job that just keeps giving. It just keeps giving me and giving me things. It, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I you, you might have to start your own. Well, you've already got your own TikTok, but you, you might be able to, you know, do TikToks on the stuff that you experience. At We're not allowed to have our phones with us at Chick-fil-A. Well, you have to do it outside. Oh. Because, yeah. you know, there is a girl on TikTok that, like, she works at Chick-fil-A and that's her whole thing, oh, you know, okay. is that she talks about the Chick-fil-A stuff and the nuggets. I think her actually is in her name is Chick-fil-A nuggets or something. I don't know. Huh. 
Yeah. But yeah. No. Yeah, you, you don't want to do it inside. That could get you in trouble I, by I the big cheese. I don't want to do it. I, I, I dress up like a guy from Chick-fil-A every morning. And then, as an added bonus, I go and work at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so. And then as a double added bonus, you get paid by Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, do. and then you get to eat their lunch every day. That's true. I don't, though, because the... I. You know, you, you always get tired of the food that you make, you know, and that you handle yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. It's the smell. It's the smell. It's a good smell, but the smell of Chick-fil-A is uh, it's permeated my pores and mm. my mm -hmm. clothing. And yeah, um, yeah it's, it was weird. Although today, <laughs> somebody was sneezing back, back behind in the back because I work in the back. Somebody had pulled up to the drive-thru and their car smelled so much like weed that it permeated the front counter space, <laughs> went through the pass-through to the war into the back where we are, and we could smell the strong odor of marijuana. Ooh. I'm like, dad gum, dude. Either that or they had a skunk in the car, right? Yeah. Yeah, that must have been what it was. Probably was. Probably. Because in St. Louis, nobody does Nobody that. smokes weed. Dude, you, you can get behind a car on the highway and smell the weed coming off their car. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not even funny. So God help us when it becomes legal, but, you know, it uh, borderline is already, so. Yeah, it's almost accepted by, yeah, so forth. Anyway, so, yeah, Little Einstein's James is old. James turned 49 on August 8th, so... Yeah. Happy I'll, post birthday once again. Thanks. Thanks. It's just well, I I have a, a weekly update. This is actually happened last week on on Thursday, and I thought, oh man, this might make a good, but then I didn't think about it until afterwards. So this this is one of the fun things I get to do in my job, you know, serving the our our campus as the IT guy, and then uh, and then some of my some of my um, work involves accessing the security cameras oh so this uh, isn't the first update that you've started with those words so i've always liked those ones so thank you oh yeah yeah <laughs> well fortunately this time it's not me with my shirt off well no one of them was your son <laughs> running head first oh, yeah. into the bleachers <laughs> with no eyes or something he had like virtual reality on or something like that yeah, i don't even he, know he just that's right <laughs> Without even slowing down, just full blast into the bleachers. <laughs> right during Rangers. Actually, it was after Rangers. He's waiting on me. He had the Oculus on. <laughs> I still have that video, by the way. It's awesome. Uh, that's great. But, um, well, one of our, and last week, our, we, had, we were in full, you know, first week of school type stuff. And, and if, you know, if you've ever worked in a school or, or whatever, or worked anywhere where you're closed for part of the year and then you open back up. It's just crazy getting ready for it. And then mm. so much on your mind, making sure that everybody gets to the, it's like, it's like, it's like the first week at, at summer camp or something, you know, yeah. you're one of the camp directors, you've done that. Yeah. So it's, it's understandable and acceptable to maybe forget a little bit, you know, and lose stuff. So one of our teachers, uh, JP, I'm going to call him out because, you know, he he totally lost his backpack <laughs> and he's like i can't find it anywhere and so you know i thought he thought let's track it down and find out where it was is this a kid or, or a grown up oh this is one of the teachers oh one of the teachers oh boy yeah. he's he's kind of he's you know he he's over at the high school and he you know helps students and he's he's a great guy super awesome dude I lost my but backpack. uh just just happened to lose his backpack and so he says, I know I had it on me when I was over in building one. I said, all right, let's roll the cameras back to building one. Tell me what time. So we, we, we see him. He's walking around the lobby, and then he walks out. He's got his backpack on him. And so we trace him across the campus, you know, using this our different cool. cameras and this stuff. This is very he's cool, like, yeah, he's by got the way. It there. This is it's like fun, Batman yeah. stuff. It's what? This is like Batman stuff, like Oracle. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need a trace on the backpack. Enhance the bag. Make sure it's mine. Yeah. Um. And so he pulls up to building five, which is all the way on the other side of campus. He still has his backpack. Okay. So then he walks into the building and he still got his backpack on. And then he takes it. He goes to like on the far side where it's, it's actually like a cafeteria, that kind of thing that he's walked into. It's a multi-purpose room. So they use it as a cafeteria. They use it as an auditorium. 
You know, students go in there, have study hall, all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. So he takes it off and sets it down on a table. And so we're just, we're, we're scrubbing through the video, just kind of watching, okay. And he, he's convinced that maybe one of the students has taken it. Cause you know, he's a real likable guy and the kids kind of like to, like to play tricks on him every now and then. So he's, you know, he's ready to bust this, whoever stole his backpack and hid it from him. Cause we're going to find out where it went, you know? Right. So it's there on the table and, um, and we just keep fast forwarding the film and it just, it's sitting there and he's like, man, it hasn't moved. And by this time, a couple hours in the video has gone through. Of course, it's only minutes for us right. and it's still sitting there. And, and keep in mind, this is the next day. So oh. like he had texted me on, on, uh, on Wednesday night saying, Hey man, can you go over and check over in the multi-purpose room? I, I feel like I left it in there. And so I looked in the area that he asked me to look and it wasn't there. Okay. So, so next day. We're still looking for his, his backpack and we're using the cameras. And so he had set it down and um, watch, you know, watching the video, scrubbing through, everybody's moving real fast. And, and somebody starts to walk towards it, the cleaning lady. Ah. You know, it's, it's like in the afternoon now. All the students are, most of the students are gone. Um, the cleaning lady comes and picks it up and moves it like a foot to the side <laughs> so she can clean under it. <laughs> so it's still sitting on a bench and he's like, man, I thought for sure she was going to move it or something. Nope, nobody moved it. Uh, in fact, later it gets put on top of the table, and um, and then there's some students sitting around it, and he actually walks up and talks to the students, <laughs> and his backpack is sitting right there. And he's like, oh, man, I missed that one. I talked to those kids. <laughs> and so we fast forward it. So I was just like, well, let's just, you know, let's see if it moves in the middle of the night. Nope, I fast forward it till the middle of the night. Wow. Fast forward it till the, till the next day. The next day they have chapel in that room. Uh -huh. The backpack is still there. <laughs> As I move an inch. And he's like, it's still there, isn't it? I said, I don't know. Let's find out. So I move it, I move it to go to the live and it's sitting right there. Oh my gosh. There, the whole time he's like, oh man, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks over and, uh, you know, I'm still watching the cameras as he, uh, as he's walking over and retrieving his backpack and there's this girl sitting at the table and I'm, I'm assuming he knows who she is, but he, he, he stands at the table, kind of stares at it for a second and shakes his head like, oh my gosh, what's, and he picks his backpack up and, and puts it on. And then he turns around and looks up at the camera <laughs> and he's like, I guess I left it there. <laughs> so I've been razzing, having fun razzing them the whole week. It's the shortest episode of CSI ever. <laughs> it, was, it was just, it, it wasn't lost. Nobody stole it. It was just sitting there. The Zoom in, time. enhance. Zoom in, enhance. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, I, of course, uh, I had to record it. The whole experience of him finding his backpack and stuff in, in his, little, uh, his little mishap here on the video. And, and I posted it to my TikTok <laughs> <laughs> it's the most viewed video I have so far. Oh, that's which great. isn't really saying much because it's like, yeah. but it's my first video to break a thousand. So oh, there's that. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so thanks, JP. You uh, you've made me almost internet TikTok famous. So that's great. There we go. Where would we be without technology? You'd still know, be right? looking for that backpack that never left where he put it. So. <laughs> It's always oh. the last place you left it, isn't it? Always, always the last place you look. <laughs> that's why whenever I find something I'm looking for, I keep looking for it. So th that's not the case for me. So yeah, um, keep going. Just wanted to thank a patron. Uh, Felicia became a uh, annual patron for thirty two dollars and forty cents. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's, well, well. It's easy to do that. You can. Join for a dollar a month. Uh, you can join for three dollars a month. You can join for five or ten dollars a month it's just it's about what you can do and uh what your you know your availability is but uh we appreciate our patrons and we uh, love the support that you give it goes directly to helping us out and getting us uh what we need to do this show for you so um you know check us out patreon.com slash uh that story show that would be great um Yes. Just uh, a reminder, if you'd like to send in a story for the show, because that's what we do is we tell stories. If you'd like to, uh, our phone number is uh, toll-free, 833-55-STORY. That's 833-55-7869. I'm sorry. 833-557-8679. <laughs> uh, so there you go. 
And uh, I need to turn that into a song. Eight three three five five seven eight six seven nine eight six seven. Or we could just say story. You know, I paid I paid extra for that. So <laughs> they're Worth like every penny. They're like uh, there's eight three three seven seven story. There's eight three three eight eight story. There's uh, no eight three three five five story. I'm like I'll, I'll take five five. I like five yeah. five. Anyway, Sounds good. Uh, also, if you'd like to join us live, we record the show live on Thursdays uh, at twitch.com or twitch.tv slash NLCast. And you can join us live also on our Discord server. All of that is available if you want to find it at NLCast.com slash community. And uh, you can get involved in all that kind of stuff. Um, right now, it's time for a laugh from the past. It is uh, sent to us by the TSS historian. He he pours through our archives and he finds us these great stories that are worth retelling and resharing. Um, this one's well, called. Thank you, Jake. This one's called Poop Hood. Um, oh, yeah. Do you remember I that? I remember one? this one. <laughs> yeah, you think you <laughs> do until you hear it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Maybe you remember it different then? It's just so much more than you remember is what I would oh. what I would wager. So here we go. Okay, I, this is this is something I want to warm you guys up for. I have easily got what is what is easily the grossest voicemail story ever. We've outdone that ever, so ever. Many I almost deleted over. it. It was so gross, but it does fall within the realm because gross is not necessarily not clean. You know, it it it's just mm-hmm. gross. It really happened. It's a true story, guys. I'm going to take a vote. There's three of us. Do you want to hear the story or not? Well, you go first, Trevor. Uh, and I'll base my answer on yours. I have a, <laughs> I have a bucket ready. I'm good. Oh, okay, John. <laughs> yes. Is it grosser than sticking a toothbrush in the toilet and then putting yeah, it back in your mouth? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, man. I'm just gonna have to stomach it. I'm, I, oh, I'm in. Here we go. Do it. Hey guys, this is Jason from Western Pennsylvania. Long time listener, first time caller. And I just wanted to uh, relay a story real quickly. Uh, growing up in Western Pennsylvania, hunting is definitely one of the major pastimes that uh, that we participate in. And when I was a kid, uh, we'd go hunting with my family, cousins, and aunts and uncles. And I had a cousin, a younger I love it already. cousin, at the time. And, and, you know, it was a cold day on while we were deer hunting. And uh, we had one of the, he had one of those zip-up um snowsuits with the hood and all inclusive so you know sometimes when you're out in the woods you're not always in the best place to uh do your business and so he had to do some business and uh, so he found a log and he he, he said oh i gotta go in the in the, in the bush and, and and do my business so he did that he went out there he uh you know and, and he did that and, and came back and we're like, well, you know, that really smells. I can still smell it. You know, did you leave everything back there? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Well, he, he zips up. He's, he's coming out, and he's just starting to zip up his his uh, his snowsuit and uh, gets it on. And, and, you know, it's really cold, so he's he's putting his hood on. He just whips his hood up, and he uh, tightens no. it up. And all of a sudden, uh, now get ready. This is not for the faint of heart. Um, from the sides of the hood around his face, smears and and just no, 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 I can't listen to that. Oozing out is um, let's just say some fecal material, and it was the most disgusting thing that we had ever seen. But at the same time, we just all just started howling, and he is there just with. You know, just major poop head at that point, and it, it, we were just laughing. And to this day, we talk about that, and he is forever known as as poop head. Um, yeah, just wanted to pass that along. I hope you're not too disgusted. But hey, appreciate your show. Uh, I can't separate my teeth from each other. <laughs> I missed a lot of the end of it, but I got the picture. Oh, gosh. oh and I wish it would go away. It's <laughs> even greater when you realize that when he pulled the snowsuit down, he just flopped it down behind him, and he he popped a squat right in the hood of his own stinking parka. <laughs> <laughs> pack it in, pack it out. Yeah. 
Leave nothing but footprints. <laughs> Boy, this hood is warm. <laughs> God, could you imagine? Oh, so there we go. <laughs> Kind of fun to hear our old selves or our I younger know, selves. I know. Uh, we had so much to live for back then. Yeah, it was, it was. I mean, we have so much to live for now, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I I don't. I <laughs> I have no prospects for tasing anyone. So I, uh, come on, there's always hope. Always hope. All right, you should well, keep one in your pocket just in case. You know. I know. Somebody I know. breaks into the store or something. You're like, I got my opportunity now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Somebody hops that that counter. They're, yeah. They're coming after the nuggets. I mean, <laughs> in McDonald's, I see videos. They do it all the time. I've really? never seen it happen in a Chick-fil-A, but. Yeah. Somebody tried to talk me into happen. one of those standing kind, you know, that you just stand there and touch them. But I'm like, you have to have contact with the person. And as soon as you hit them, they're going to back away or fall away or, or jump away. And and then, you know, you no, I need the leads. I need the little dart piercing things yeah I want, so you can I'll, have a little distance yeah that way when they fall i can hit them again and, and watch them you know <laughs> do, do their own little version of the coffin dance on the on the floor there so <laughs> so <laughs> you're like your son you laugh quietly <laughs> i did well i had to i had to move away from the mic because my nose was starting to run oh, anyway um it's time for us to do some listener stories And uh, this segment is brought to you by our sponsors. All right. This one is called Dragon Ball G's. And uh, it is from Stephen from Alabama. Hey, James and John, this is a story I hope you won't judge me for. It's just a product of being a stupid teenager. When I was younger, my grandmother used to give me quarters for each of the U.S. states when they were minted. If you're not familiar with this, they were minted from 1999 to 2008, and each state got its own quarter. And each time they would release a new state, my grandmother would give me a few of them. And I suppose she either requested them at the bank or ordered them herself. I also had one of the United States quarter maps to put each quarter in its corresponding state. Well, in 2008, I was 15 years old and really, really dumb. At this point in my life, I was obsessed with a show called Dragon Ball Z. And they were in the process of releasing an uncut season on DVD. And they were about to release season four. Now... I was absolutely ecstatic about the fourth season coming out because it was my personal favorite in the series. And this season uh, was the storyline that introduced Trunks, who was my favorite character in Dragon Ball Z. And I'm hoping that you have not connected the dots yet. Yeah, I I actually have. Mm. So in my teenage brain, I thought it would be a good idea to go and buy it. The bad news for me was I didn't have the money because I was not working yet. So what did I do? I started scrounging up whatever cash and change I could find around the house. And this included, yes, my collection of quarters for each of the 50 states that my grandmother had so thoughtfully given me. And I went to Walmart happy as could be because I had just enough money. The funny part Mm. of all this was not driving. I was not driving yet. And my parents knew full well what I was doing. And they drove me to the store to get it. Why didn't they stop mm-hmm. me, James? I don't know. I would I would have be I would have slapped <laughs> you in the back of the head. So I, I would have tasered your your teenage butt. <laughs> Hold those quarters still while I tase you. <laughs> and hopefully they would conduct electricity and and, and multiply <laughs> the zapping. Uh would your mom have stopped you? Yes, she, she would have. First of all, because there was no such thing as Dragon Ball Z, they would have put me in an insane asylum. What are you talking about? Dragon Ball Z. No, no Japanese entertainment allowed except for except for uh, Superbook and uh, stuff like that. So when I handed my quarters to the cashier to purchase my Dragon Ball Z Season 4 Uncut Edition, she was not happy at all. She then had to count out over $20 worth of quarters and mm. other assorted change I used to pay for this item. We were there for a while, and she had to recount a few times to make sure that I had the correct amount. When we left, I had what I came to get, and I was ecstatic. It wasn't until about three or so years later that I began to regret this decision. Now I'm 30 and it hurts my heart that every time to think, I think about it, what I did when I was 15, my grandmother still has no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell her now. Don't know. She's so close. to going home. She doesn't (laughs) need to know. And I have, I don't have the heart to tell her. 
why are we as teenagers so heartless? Because that's just the phase we go through as stupid teenagers. I, I am still a fan of Dragon Ball Z, but I have not even watched it in years. But yet I talk to my grandmother all the time. <laughs> yeah. I hope you cringed just a little bit and maybe laughed at my stupid choice. But there are a ton uh, that I that I made in my teenage years, stupid choices. Hopefully I can send some of them in without breaking the 10 and upbraiding <laughs> Steven from Alabama. P.S. Yes. Chick-fil-A James is my favorite place to eat. And I love hearing the behind the scenes stuff on the gospel of Kennison. That's right. If you're not listening to the GOK, you need to check it out. The gospel of Kennison. It is uh, everywhere that I iTunes and, you know, Google podcasts and all that stuff. So check out the gospel of Kennison and hear about my life behind the microphone, you know, away from the microphone. So anyway, uh, behind the counter, with I, James I, Kennison. I picked this one for you specifically. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll, you, you, I did. Okay. Well, I I look forward to reading it, but I want to say something about Stephen's story real quick. Okay. I follow a guy on on TikTok who talks about the worth of quarters, mm. and there I believe are a number of blemished quarters in that series that are worth way more than 25 cents. Oh. And so he'll talk about, you know, you know, pennies that are worth thousands of dollars and stuff like that. So not to add insult to injury, um, <laughs> Stephen, but you know, you, you probably, you probably had a lot more than $20. Stephen broke his grandma's heart and <laughs> Don't possibly messed up tell his her. whole life. <laughs> you might've been a millionaire. So oh, maybe. Enjoy that Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> a little ad lib recap song right there for you. There, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, this is this is the story called Great Glow, and it comes to us from Matthew Lauanier. Lauan what? I want to say Lauanier. I, I know I there's not two E's, too. but it. I want it to be Lauanier. Like, like a Matthew. like an engineer or, or a, oh, that's cool. a space explorer. He's Matthew Lauanier. I'm Matthew Lauanier. I have a great glow. Are you ready to hear about it? I am, and I'm not sure our audience is, though, but go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to read it. Greetings, James and John. This is Matt, the Gen Xer from Chicago. I have a story for you that I will try my best to make suitable to listeners for ages 10 and up. Rated oh. E for everyone, 10 and up. Yeah. Yay. Well, that, uh, that makes it, that applies that I just applied a coat, a fresh coating of 10 and up. So Okay. So what happens if it's not E and up, A, E, 10 and it, up? It is. I just do this. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. And it is. It's automatic. Okay. 10-4. Well, there we go. I, I will read this without any concern. So after I was married and before we had kids, I would occasionally walk through my apartment in the suit that I was given for my birthday. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Uh, just in case. There we go. <laughs> That's a nice suit. I got one of those too when I was, you know, Born. my birthday. Yeah. Born. Now, this was, this was only occasionally. What's okay? wrong with you, Matthew, first of all? <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you do this? I, I, I'm shy around myself. I, I don't even look in the mirror, you know, I, I get yeah. out of this. I wrap a towel around myself when I'm alone in the house to go to get a pair of underwear out of the drawer. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it was because I was raised uh, with ladies in the house. My mom and two sisters, you know, for a good chunk yeah. of time. Yeah. But I'm very shy. Yeah. I, I can relate with that. I actually uh, have a pair of cut off blue jeans. <laughs> that you always wear. I never, always wear. You're never every, nude. <laughs> I, I take a shower with them. <laughs> I would not doubt it. John would be pristine and amazing and never nude. <laughs> no. That's a that's rest of development there for you. That's a little throwback just in case. I don't really have cut off blue jeans. I just I just said that. Okay, so now this was only occasionally. Oh, this is Matt speaking here. I, I wasn't European or anything, okay? Mm. What does that mean? What does that mean that he's not European Maybe or he's making a slam that Europeans walk around their house naked. I don't know. Naked. Okay. I, 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 maybe they do. I don't know. I, I don't I've know. never been to Europe. So I just want to so. put a fresh coat. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. Okay. 
Go ahead. Okay. So there we go. So one day I found myself at the refrigerator looking for food in this state oh. of dress. Mm -hmm. My wife entered the kitchen and pointed at my waistline and exclaimed, it glows. Now, before you jump to conclusions, I was not homeschooled. But the health class in public school and the book my parents gave me when I was nearing that special time in a boy's life did not cover this strange occurrence of the male physiology. Yeah. My wife, seeing where I was looking and realizing the idiocy running through my head, stated, no, your watch. <laughs> <laughs> your watch, idiot. You see, James and John, I was not totally in the buff, for I was wearing a watch that indeed did glow in the dark. Hmm. Please feel free to play that uh, sound clip, you know, that states that you're an idiot. Oh, I don't have if, that. If you want to. I don't have it. You're an idiot. You're How's an that? idiot. Yeah. You're an idiot. Hope this makes it on the show or after the show or, or whatever. Yeah, it made Matthew. it on there. It made it on there barely. It's about as, as, as close. Uh, just one more Rated time. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. All right. So. <laughs> James, can I tell you something? What? There was a time when I was a newlywed and I lived in the in the parsonage next to the church that I worked at. And, um, well, let's just say the neighbors across the street said that we needed to get some curtains. For oh my gosh, John, what the heck? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what they were referring to. No, no, they just no. said, they just recommended curtains. No, what is, what is it? What is it with you people? It, it, yeah. I, I, don't know, but um, I mean, why did they have binoculars? That's true. Why and were they looking? Why were they looking in my window? Why were they stinking looking? Okay, so my house has a toilet right next to a window. Okay, it's on the second floor, and it has mm. blinds, and we turn the blinds to where you can't look up through them from the from the ground. Right. But the lighting also helps because the lighting is is top down, and so it doesn't cast a shadow of your silhouette while you're standing there doing your business. But right. occasionally I will forget to turn that light on and the light from the closet shines across the entire bathroom <laughs> and puts a perfect <laughs> outline of my profile <laughs> on display like daggum <laughs> like a world's fair movie, you know, black and white movie silhouette. It's, it's a, it's a talkie, you know? It, and so I, I always, I never go and turn on the big light because it's, I'm already into it. I'm already going. So I just kind of turn around and put my back to the window. So my silhouette changes so that if anybody's down there, look, Hey, look up there. That guy's going to the bathroom. You know, that guy to, well, they don't know it's a bathroom, right? I don't know, but it's pretty obvious. Like I said, when I'm in <laughs> profile view, <laughs> okay. what's going on, window. there's a way you stand, you know, Hey, that guy's trying to put his belt on, I, you know? Oh, well, for a long time. I don't know. <laughs> He's not having much luck. Uh. <laughs> There's so many things that are going through my head that are not. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Rated E for all everyone. Right. There, 10 there and we up. go. Ah, all better. Um, this is from Maureen called Stranger Danger. This, this is Maureen again, and I have another story. I'm listening to episode 106 where you are talking about the Target Bat Lady. Uh, I remember mm -hmm. that one. And it reminded yeah. me of my own crazy target run in. So I've got really cute kids and I've gotten used to strangers coming up in the grocery store to fawn over them. I, oh. I usually will wave and tell my kids to say hi back and make the kind strangers feel good. Well, one day I went to target with my daughter who was one at the time before we got to the door, I noticed a woman walking up the exterior wall of the building and she was just touching it like, like mm. creeping along, touching the wall. And it looked like she may be saying something to the wall and, I wasn't sure, so I just kept it moving, and uh, we ended up seeing the woman inside the Target, and she made eye contact with me, and I wanted to be nice, so I smiled back at her, and that was my mistake. Uh-oh. The, the lady comes up to me and my daughter and started waving hi to my little girl, and then she said to me, she likes me. You know why? Because I'm the blood man. <laughs> what? I had, I had no words. <laughs> I just shook my head and said bye and walked away. And wondering if I misheard her. I don't think I did. So we said a couple prayers before we continued shopping. <laughs> My daughter's eyes started glowing from the demons she picked up from the lady. Take care, guys. Maureen. I'm the blood man. I'm the blood man. 
that's that's freaking movie that's a horror movie start right there yeah it's like everything was fine my baby was great until we met the blood man target terror part one. Oh, so yeah you gotta watch out for those i i remember i had a cute kid once they're they're gorgeous now but back then they were really cute and uh <laughs> this old lady came up to the cart and i was i was few few feet away picking something up you know but i came over and she's like oh your baby's so cute and i'm like thank you thank you what do we say jenna and she's like thank you she used to say no. I, I know <laughs> i know yeah she said, you're so cute i know <laughs> and we're like no you don't say that you say you say thank you thank oh, you okay. yes because she's heard it so many times she knew i know <laughs> um but then no. the old lady started put her thumb up like like she was given a, a little thumbs up a weak one though so the thumb oh. wasn't completely up and she started putting that thumb toward my daughter's mouth <gasps> and i grabbed that card i'm like well we'll see you later we gotta go <laughs> i don't know what she was thinking <laughs> but she was crossing know? several lines at one time and Too one many them, my daughter's not gonna suck on your daggum nasty old lady oh, thumb oh come on oh what in the world were you thinking? I don't know. But yeah, you do have to be careful when you're being nice to people. Cause sometimes yeah. people take it as like, Oh, now my weirdness can show, you know, uh, <laughs> I've got free Liberty to reign with all my weirdness, yes. run with all my weird. I don't know. Yeah. I'm the blood man. And so I'm the blood man. You know, on this topic, Johnny was a cute little kid and, and, you know, being the first time parent when, um, uh, would go out with him you know the girls would be like oh he's so cute and stuff like that. and we were sitting at a chick-fil-a of all places and i'm such an idiot you know anyways so this 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 young woman was commenting on how cute he is and stuff like that so, well you know if he you know he doesn't say much but if he could talk he'd probably ask for your number oh and, my gosh and i didn't think about it at the time but it was like, you know, after I had left the building, I was like, did I really just say what I thought I said? It's borderline creepy, John. It is totally creepy. And it's like, oh, I'm just an idiot. And oh. I don't, you know, I was not hitting on right, her. by right. If I had realized what I said, I probably would have apologized profusely. And uh. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you know, if uh, I didn't have a son and, and his mother... <laughs> I might be asking for your number. I, yeah, I'm going to use my son to be a dating something rubber. Yeah, we don't have dating apps yet, so I'm going to swipe right <laughs> oh, right here. Oh, anyway, uh, weird. Uh, we have a voicemail, and it is called, it's from Kendrick from Ohio, and it's called Face First. And so here we go. Here we go. Hey, that story show. This is Kendrick from Ohio, and I figured I'd call and share a story from when I was a wee lad. Uh, probably like seven or eight, um, my family decided to take a trip down to Texas. Uh, my father knew a, an oil miner down there um, and a very, very rich guy. And he had a family, uh, probably like three or four children. Anyways, we went down there to stay with them. And I remember this moment that we like pulled up to their house. It was almost like a, a Beverly Hills, sorry, Beverly Hillbillies moment. Mm. Um <laughs> where their house is just like huge, a huge mansion. So if you can picture the Beverly Hillbillies mansion, that's kind of what it looked like. Anyways, um, so we nice. stayed there for like the weekend. While we were staying there, uh, you know, seven or eight-year-old boy that I was was trying to, you know, impress the girls, right? And they <laughs> had a the daughter family. around the same age um, that I was at the moment. And, yeah, we got along pretty well, you know. I'd Ellie May. impress her. We were playing together. I'd try to show off by, like, Watch me. walking across the swing set and all this type of stuff. And I remember I was swinging on one of the swings, again, trying to impress her. I was watching her the whole time, you know, as I was swinging, trying to go higher than, than everybody else and, and do tricks where i jump off the swing um, and all that good stuff. Yeah. And I remember, like, I kind of jumped off, and I got caught and, like, slipped and fell and face-planted. Oh, no straight into oh, the ground. Um, that was bad enough, like all my pride. But what I forgot to realize is that uh, this family had a very big German shepherd. And um, <laughs> yeah, let's just yes. say he had left some remnants yes. um, behind. And uh, yeah, luckily or unluckily, I fell 
face first right into the big pile. Oh, gross, but I'm so happy that happened. <laughs> and I just remember being completely humiliated. Well, yeah. Uh, walking up, I had to walk up to this big house then. We were outside playing. Walked up to the, like, the big front door and like knocked on it. And I remember uh, the owner's wife just like opened up the door. And there I'm standing with like poop all over my face and just my shirt. I was so messy and dirty. And I don't remember if I ever talked to that girl after that or not. So, Mm. yep, there it is. All right. Thanks. See ya. (laughs) A rich lady was like, Tilly, please come and deal with this ragamuffin. Uh, (laughs) Go see him to the fence, please. Get him some toilet. Help. Hose him down with the good hose. Yes. Yes. Oh, goodness. (laughs) That's terrible. I'm sorry that happened to you, uh... Kendrick, that's probably the worst thing ever. Yeah, the thing is, and if I'm he was sorry, aiming that's... for it, he probably wouldn't have been able to do it. Like, I'm going to swing on the swing. Yeah. Just imagine it wasn't dog poop. It was a circle on the ground. And I'm going to land in a way my face, touch, my nose touches down right there. He couldn't do it. Yeah. But but no. he was he was just up in the air, flipping around, splat right there. That always happens to me, man. Yeah. And that's why I'm so, you know, jazzed about what the experience because... Anytime I would try and show off, I would mess up and, yeah. and totally embarrass myself. Yeah, so. girls don't realize what we do for them. Yeah, it's hard. It's, we, it's we, tough we, being a dude. We put ourselves out there and we do stupid things yeah. to, to try to get your attention. I mean, like birds do it too. They 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 turn into idiots and they start dancing around <laughs> and they, they let their plumage show. They try to some some birds try to build little shelters to impress a a, a, a potential mate. And men are the same way. We're, that's why we make stupid jokes and, and try to show off and drunk, try to jump over fences and do all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's hormones and, and, and crazy thoughts and stuff like that. She'll love this. I'll do the worm. She'll think that's amazing. She will be mine, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but girls, girls don't care. Girls kind of do the same thing on the flip side, at least in middle school. I remember... You know, if a girl liked you, she would beat the living crap out of you. Like she would just punch you in the arm over and over. Yeah, it was so funny. Bam! Just you know. Oh. <laughs> you know what that meant? Yeah, yeah. I thought that just, 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 they just all hated me. No, they loved you, and they would oh. beat the crap out of you. And um, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, it's how I got two girlfriends at once one time. So. <laughs> They both punched you in the face. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let me pick. They were best friends, and they both liked oh. me. And um, I didn't know what I was doing. I was in sixth grade. You know, I'm like I'd never had a girlfriend, much less any <laughs> two of them. And they're like, okay, so you're going to go out with both of us. And I'm like, I okay, whatever. You know, okay, just got to write twice the notes. You know, and 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 all that. But then before the end of class, they came to me like, you have to pick one. And I said, I'm done with both of you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I will not. I, I, I wasn't really sure about this thing to begin with, but the minute it becomes filled with drama, I'm I'm in sixth grade. I don't yeah. even I don't even know what a swastika is, you know. So <laughs> I had drawn one on my arm earlier that day. I, I thought it was a cool design. <laughs> I got cornered by a black kid. I asked if I was racist. I didn't even know what that was. You know? didn't know what racist meant. I my what? mom took me out of homeschool. And put me into sixth or seventh grade in in middle oh. school, and uh, I I just thought it was a cool idea design on the back of my hand, and uh, yeah, so I had a lot to do to deal with oh. and a lot to learn, and uh, having two girlfriends was not something that I liked or found enjoyable. <laughs> oh, we got one last story. This is called Water Wedgie. It's uh, Rachel X. And it just goes to show how dumb teenagers are. Here we go. When I was somewhere around 8 or 10, I went to the local water park. It was huge. It didn't just have tube slides and wave pools, but all different kinds of water rides, slides, rafts, and stuff like that. One slide was just a big slide, just a big, steep, long slide. It was waterproof. It was sealed foam stuff. So you just it was just a big, tall slide, and you went down on your back, Without an inner tube, you crossed your legs, you put your arms across, across your chest, and you went down. And I decided this one day that I was finally brave enough to go down the tall slide. And I noticed there were teenagers a little older than me at the bottom watching. 
people come down the slide. So I'm old enough uh -huh. to care about other kids, but not old enough to be super aware and self-conscious. So it's cool with me. So I go down the slide. Yay. What fun. I stand up and I walk off and I do the swimsuit bottoms adjustment girls do. And, and uh, that's when I heard the onlooking kids collapse into laughter. And I realized that it wasn't a simple adjustment. I had just performed, but a full wedgie removal. This slide <laughs> was like a big <laughs> sibling pulling your drawers as high up as they could go. I was embarrassed and I definitely didn't turn around and risk eye contact, but I remember also feeling, yeah, fair enough. I would have laughed too. I hope you did as well, Rachel X. Well, I, I went to many a, a water park growing up and I want to tell you, it's not just a girl thing. Um, those, those really mm -hmm. tall slides, they are so good. They men, boys have uh, swimsuits that often have netting uh, underwear inside yeah. And, and that junk is, uh, is free floating and separate from the, the trousers, the, the drawers, yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah, you, you, you can hide it a little better, but, uh, you can walk it off. You still got to pick it. I just got to pick it. I can't imagine that these teenagers, you know, were allowed to stand there and just look at people's butts and laugh at them the entire time. But, you know, <laughs> it'd be funny once. And then after that, it's just kind of, yeah, that kid just got a wedgie going down the slide. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to see kids' butts. I, it's, it's gross. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if I was a lifeguard, I'd chase them rascals, those hooligans out of the park. Oh. Get out of here, you punk kids. You weirdos, you perverts. Um, so uh, <laughs> the other week, I uh, mentioned as a weekly update, I think it was, that I had, uh, on my trip to Florida, I had passed a gator on the side of the road, but it was headless. It had been hit by a car. And, uh, so Jake from Texas has a story about that. It's called alligator impact. So here we go. Uh -oh. Hey James, this is Jake from Texas calling for that story show. Uh, this last episode, you were talking about the alligator that was roadkill on the side of the road. And you were wondering what that would do to a car. Well, I have an answer for you. Actually, this Ooh. isn't my story. It's my brother-in-law's story, but Okay. Uh, he was driving his car down a road late at night, probably going a little faster than he should, but uh, he saw these cars parked on the side of the road. And it's like, oh, somebody's, uh, either they ran out of gas or something happened and they need to get help. So he starts looking for a spot so he can pull over. Then he sees people with flashlights and he's like, huh, that's, that's pretty weird seeing people with flashlights walking down the street. And then he sees it. There is not an adult alligator, not a baby alligator, but somewhere in the middle, like a teenage alligator in the middle of the road. And he hits it going about 60 miles an hour. Oh, oh no. Uh, he hit the brakes as soon as it happened. Oh. And well, he has the an only audience. thing that happened to the car, apparently, was that the bracket that was holding the muffler or one part of the muffler, the outtake valve, kind of broke off. The so now valve, anytime you know. that you press the gas, you'll hear a <laughs> noise. I know that sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah, but, it did. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what an alligator getting hit by a car does to the car. Oh. So I thought I'd let you know that. That's right. true. Thanks it, for having the show. Much Bye. You're welcome. Thank you, Jake from Texas, for, yeah. for filling us in. Um, <laughs> the more you know, <laughs> the more you know. I get. I got that one. But, um, yeah. Don't hit gators. Don't hit them. You know, and, and it is true. If you are in Florida and people are pulled over and there's flashlights out, it is a gator. It's it's a gator crossing the street. And <laughs> people can't st help it. They they have to mess with them. I don't know why. Because uh, it's a gator. I had, a, I had a, a situation. I never had cousins, but my mom did. And one time we were with her cousins, and they were telling stories. And the the, the my... So anyway, she, uh, the guy had, had seen a gator on the side of the road. He climbed out of his truck. He goes up to it and starts tapping it with his daggum boot. And the gator didn't even hardly move. It just opened and closed its mouth and grabbed the toe of his boot oh. and started doing this pull spin thing where yeah. he was pulling him into the ditch and, and he lost his boot. And I remember the... <laughs> The cousin's mom, <laughs> loves I don't know boot. how she was related to my mom, but she was like, uh, is that how you lost your boot? That's not what you told me. 
so, <laughs> so he, he was well into his 30s by then so it was it was okay but uh anyway 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 that is our show for today <laughs> Surely you have a funny life story. Maybe you thought of one just now. Whatever your story is, call us toll free, 833-55-STORY, or email thatstoryshow at gmail.com. Review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. Thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. And remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey... <laughs> belongs on that story show. It belongs on that story show, and I'm the blood man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you gotta worry about them feet, those crazy people, man. Yeah, and the people who try to hit on you by using their cute their babies. child. Yeah, John, I'm so surprised. I so, am too. I'm so disappointed in you. In first of all, that it didn't work. I'm and, glad. Um, I'm, well, you know, the thing is, she got quiet after that. Yeah. And she ignored creepy, us. It's the like, creepiest mm, dad I ever rude. met. <laughs> the creepiest dad is right over there. Uh, he uh, hit on me. so stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry, lady, if you ever happen to listen to this episode. I, I, I was not My baby to would ask you for your number. <laughs> because <laughs> you're so attractive kid. and... <laughs> Oh, I accidentally Ooh. said that out loud. Yeah, that's the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the things we do to show off. It's it's bad. <laughs>